In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Welcome to the Man Card Podcast and our mission to build an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best version of themselves in changing their world. Males are born. Men are made. We're going to separate the men from the boys. A man is as a man does. We want to help you to become the best version of you. Theodore Roosevelt spoke about this rare breed saying, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. That's awesome. The man card belongs to those protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. A man is as a man does. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army. We, we salute, salute you. you. We honor you guys for grinding it out in the stress bubble of life, a.k.a. the arena. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10, where our goal in every episode is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless male-dominated bleachers, and to call you up to the best version of you, because when a man gets it, everyone, everyone wins. wins. Hey, as you know, I'm Jim Ramos, and I'm here with... My good buddy, the backbone of the um, MCP, Mr. Dale Culver. How you doing, my man? Doing great. What's going on in your life right now? I'm showering at the gym because I don't have one at the house. Yep, in the middle so of a remodel. So I have to go to the gym now. Good for you. <laughs> my workout partner doesn't show up. I'm not getting a shower. So Might as well work out he's anyway. My, he's my in at Planet Fitness. Oh, yeah. I got to love it. <laughs> my hunting season's over, so October is the month of non-working out. Everything Ooh. I do through the year leads to that month, and so back I've been back to spin classes oh, twice so this week, uh, heading uh, out to the mountains today for a, a little ruck action, and we have our death ruck on the calendar. We do. It is June 22nd and 23rd, so we want to officially invite all men and their wives out for that event. I think last year we had one woman out there, and she was a huge asset for us, so uh, this is definitely a co-ed event, and we might stretch it out to 50 miles uh, in two days. So we're looking at some different routes. Super excited. So if you guys want to get on there, uh, rock and roll. Let's do that thing. So yeah, uh, start yeah. training now, man. So uh, how you doing, man? Do you have uh, – oh, did, you know what? Did I tell you about the men in the arena uh, group I've got going on? You have. Yeah, it went awesome last night. Yeah, we started our first ever virtual team of the men in the arena off of our 
uh, Facebook group called The Men in the Arena. We had seven guys on there. Uh, one guy actually brought a friend, so we had two guys on one phone. It looked a little awkward at moments. And uh, from five different states around the country, it was really amazing. And guys, if you're interested uh, in uh, having fellowship with my guys from around the world, literally, uh, or if you're not involved in any kind of group for men, you really, really need to do that. That's really important that you do that and uh, make you, make sure you let us know. And we'll try to connect you up with a group. And if you haven't picked up my newest book, The Man Card, you're really uh, missing out. Uh, that is a book that should be in every man's library, and uh, you need to pick that up ASAP through Amazon or through our website or from the Great Hunt for God app. So a lot of good stuff going on, man. So, But do you but, have a good man law for me today? Well, don't hit the microphone Dang, boom stand. I hate when I hit the boom stand. Man, start Here swinging. comes the boom. It's like cage fight. Bring in, in the boom. Anyway. Boom. All right. So, yeah, I came up with this because this was, I think, the first morning it's been this cold here and everything was frozen. And so I thought of this. On those cold mornings, when you can get out there and warm up your wife's car if she's leaving for work and make her a coffee or a hot drink. So this one of the things that, you know, we've been talking about is, hey, Dale, how are you loving your wife? Yeah. And so this is one of those things that, you know, I'll drive her car to the gym. So when I get back, it's warm and then I'll fire it up right before she leaves. So, it's, so you're actually doing this. This isn't pie yeah. in the sky stuff. No, I'm okay. serious. Okay. And so she can get in there and it's nice and warm for her. And then I go in there and I make up her coffee, get in a cup for her. And this morning I was spilling stuff Good because job, I was man. trying That's to get awesome. her. She was running late and I'm trying to get her out the door, but I'm just trying to bless her yep. and uh, make her life a little easier. Loving our wives is super important, guys. You want to have more sex? Start the car in the morning, get it warm, yeah. and make her a cup of coffee and Boil wait and it see down, what happens. Love your wife. Yep. Hey, that's a good one today, guys. So, hey, I want to go through the meat of the podcast. I've been thinking a lot about marriage and just processing a lot from old podcasts. And we've got a guy coming on here in a couple of weeks. We're actually deal with quite extensively the issue of sex, and we have not tackled sex a ton. Uh, on this podcast, and we should really do more of it. I think I've shied away from it a little bit because sex or talking about it, just all of it. I just love it so much. I just get a little nervous. So, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that. We're gonna breach that topic and uh, excited about that. But I do want to talk about marriage. And when I think of marriage, I go back to Don Minter's podcast. He viewed marriage. His object lesson or visual was the three-legged race. You know the race when you go to picnic and you have your wife and, and you or some other whatever, and you put your leg in the, down into a gunny sack, and so you create three legs. Or you used to tie you remember legs up with that? rubber bands. We uh, take inner tube tires. Me. You were watching me that one time, and I had Josh Humley, and we were doing a three-legged race, and I almost ripped his leg off of his body. You were so like, Josh Dale's. Humley is from We Three Music. Right. They're a pretty popular yeah. group right now. You remember that? And, uh he, and you were well, the the key thing is not Josh Humley. The key thing is you outweighed him by two hundred pounds. Well, yeah, yeah. He was that's a little middle thing. schooler. I about that's the key him. thing. So when I think of marriage, I think of this three legged race. And so if I'm using this three legged race as an illustration, I think there are several types of couples out there. The first couple is the one that limps. Uh, this couple they never seem to get into rhythm with each other, and all throughout the marriage. They are just kind of limping along, and these couples, because they never establish a marriage rhythm, uh, sadly, they either do two things. They either divorce, which uh, 50% of first marriage is divorce. It's like 70, 67% of second marriage is divorce, and like 76% of third marriage is divorce. So they just don't get in a rhythm, and they divorce, or what they do is they distance themselves from one another. In other words, they they, they begin to separate themselves uh emotionally and sexually 
and socially and relationally from each other. And so their their thought behind it is, well, we can't if we can't come in sync and find a rhythm, let's just live separate lives while still being married. I see this a lot with marriages that are very, very committed and traditional. They function more as a friendship, uh, a, a distant friendship, and they just kind of limp along through life. And if you guys are uh, in there, if you're limping along through life, please get some help from a licensed a marriage and family counselor, or a find, get help from a pastor who's certified in uh, Prepare and Rich or other marriage-enhancing organizations. Don't just go to your pastor, because if he's not certified and equipped to help you, uh, it, it just find somebody who's licensed and equipped to help you and, uh, and get into rhythm uh, as a married couple. So the second married couple I see, and actually this is every married couple I see, fall down. At the beauty of the, the three-legged race, the, the fun in the race is that eventually, usually, you fall down. And it's not whether or not you fall down in the race, it's whether or not you get up fast and get back into rhythm again. And so I just want to encourage you guys, uh, we all fall down in marriage. Marriage is very, very hard. Uh, a passionate marriage, a lasting marriage, a marriage that really gets into rhythm there is a learning curve. There is a falling down. Even after years of being in rhythm, you can fall down. I know with Shanna and her her new job, and then her recent uh, emergency surgery that she had on vacation. You know, we fell down there a little bit. So we're like picking ourselves up, trying to establish new rhythm, trying to figure out how to pay the bills. These types of things. And so uh, this is happening. This is normal. If you fall down, it's not the end of the world. Just get back up again and get back in the race. Get back in the arena. So the third couple is the, the couple that, uh, in, a, in a three-legged race, they separate. So they they seem to be that couple. If you ever watch a three-legged race, it seems like there's usually a couple that never finishes, right? They they fall down. They can't get in a rhythm. And at one point, one of them goes, you know what? I'm really done. They take the, the gunny sack and kind of laugh and kind of walk off the racetrack. And uh, this is half of the couples, at least half of the couples that we deal with today in this world, at least half of them, separate they they divorce they they can't handle or what they do and this this to me is a real dangerous thing dale or what they do is they say well we're not going to get divorced we're just going to live separate lives in other words i'm going to sleep in my own bed i see this all the time dale i'm going to sleep in my own bed i'm going to have my own checking account i'm going to have this my whole life is going to be alone and away from you I'm going to live under your roof, but a completely separate life. So what they've done is they've created a business partnership. And marriage is a business contract, but marriage is also a biblical covenant. So I would really, and I see this a lot in second and third marriages, right? Because I don't want your money going to your kids and my money going, you know, my money going here. And so they separate these things. And I think that is a, a, this is a roadmap for a disaster, because to me, marriage is not about just hanging on and, and living with somebody technically married until you die. It's about loving somebody in a rhythm and loving somebody with passion, and that person becoming your best friend. So the fourth one, the fourth couple I see in these races is they run in an awkward rhythm. Let's face it, when you're running a three-legged race, you can't run and not look stupid and awkward and weird. And and running and when and when a man marries a woman, two completely different people with completely different biological functioning, with completely different chemistry, uh, completely different uh, hormones, completely different mentalities. You know, we have a guy coming on who wrote a book called Men Are Like Waffles and Women Are Like Spaghetti. We're completely different. You get two completely different human beings together, you get an awkward rhythm. 
but it's a beautiful rhythm. It's 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 this couple that finds their pace. They find their rhythm. And I'm going to tell you something. If you get around me and Shanna, we shock people because we like to talk smack. We like to banter. You know, some people go, oh, I can't believe you talk that way to each other. Well, that's foreplay for us. You know, we, we like to banter <laughs> back and forth. We like to have fun. We, we talk to each other and interact differently because we have our own rhythm that we've established where others are very staunch and stoic in their relationship. And that's great if that works for them. What works for you as you run an, your awkward rhythm with your love of your life, your wife. And so those are, those are the different couples I see in this three-legged race. I see those that limp through the race, those that fall down and get back up again, those that fall down and just and finally, and separate and say, no, nope, we're not going to get back up again, and those who run in an awkward yet healthy rhythm. And so, guys, uh, I would just ask you to identify where you are and whatever you're doing, strive for that awkward rhythm in the three-legged race called marriage. You can finish. You can do it. You can get back together again. You can run in rhythm. You just need to work at it and get people around you to help you. Get on a Great Hunt for God virtual team, a Men in the Arena virtual team. Uh, Get help in your church from your licensed pastor, from a, a licensed counselor. Find a way, guys, to run that awkward rhythm. So, guys, you've been listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast. Changing your world, guys, is the toughest thing you'll ever do. We're not going to lie about it. But we want you to change by, first of all, go and enlist in our army. Download the free app. It's called The Great Hunt for God. Subscribe to the Man Card Podcast if you haven't done so already, and join the Men in the Arena closed Facebook forum for men and all the resources that we bring to the table from that forum. Men, join us in building an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best for themselves and changing their world because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Hey, guys, until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Has your man card been challenged today? If you hunger to be the best version of you, then join the thousands of men around the country on our closed Facebook forum called The Men in the Arena. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. Also, make sure you ask about our newest equipping opportunity called The Man Card Weekend with The Men in the Arena. Let us inspire the men of your organization to become the best version of themselves today. And don't forget to purchase a copy of Jim's new book, The Man Card, Five Characteristics Separating Men from Boys. This is the best book out there that defines what a man is and does. In it, Jim combines his master storytelling abilities with his no-holds-barred style, distinguishing between men and boys. If you want to keep your man card, then pick up a copy of this life-changing book today. Simply go to the Great Hunt for God app or mancardpodcast.com and pick up a copy today. Thank you for listening to this episode, the Man Card Podcast. This is Dale Culver signing off. Until next time, join our army and become the best version of you. Get in the arena. Let the world feel the full weight of who you are. Grind it out. Be a man.
What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.